This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, if you're a fan of getting quality meat, maybe it's time for you to stop shopping for it at the store. Everything that says product of American on it actually is. Oh, no, wait. Not everything is. Huh. Did you know that? Product Mm. of America. That doesn't mean that it was grown and, you know, it it means it could have been sent over from China or someplace in South America and then inspected. Oh, good ranchers. Join the tens of thousands of Americans getting 100% real American meat delivered to their door. Right now during Good Ranchers October Feast Sale, get two pounds of Wagyu beef and two and a half pounds of their better than organic chicken free with any purchase of their bundle boxes. Go to goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Freak, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. There are going to be times of joy today. There's going to be times where you're going to need duct tape. Wrap it around your head so if your head does explode, because the duct tape won't stop it from exploding, you won't believe what's coming out of New York today. Uh, But you will have all of the pieces when you get to the hospital. That way, when you get to the hospital and you're in the emergency room, they see your head wrapped in duct tape, and they're like, ah, you listen to Glenn Beck today, huh? He told you about what the mayor of New York said, huh? Yeah. And then my head just exploded. Good thing you have the duct tape, because we have all the pieces. We'll try to put it back together for you. We all, we begin with all of this nightmarish and really positive. In fact, I'm going to start with the really positive stuff in 60 seconds. So guess who's responsible for what your dog eats? Yeah, yeah, and they're trying to blame that on you now. (laughs) The easiest choice in the world is feed your dog kibble food. But there's a problem with that. Kibble food is dead food. It has, you know, all of the good nutrients cooked right out of it, so it'll have a long shelf life. Now, have you tried Rough Greens yet? See if your dog likes it as much as Uno does. I mean, there's a huge, huge difference um, in my dog Uno since he started eating rough greens. First first thing that happened right away was he ate. Uh, that was a big deal for him. Second, I started seeing a difference in his attitude and his um, 
his game playing. You know what I mean? He was running around more. He was picking up the ball more and saying, let's play, let's play, let's play. Actually, became a little obnoxious, but he was happy. Uh, Rough Greens. I keep seeing changes in him. You'll see changes over a year or two. It is amazing. Roughgreens.com. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Go there now. They'll give you the first trial bag for free. All you pay for is shipping, but you need to go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call them now at 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Okay, let me start with some good news. First of all, hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. How are you? Oh, mm. 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 so good. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu, where is Stu today? I don't know. I guess because it's Columbus Day, he thought. Oh, that that yeah. Was he's a, a big Columbus big, big guy. Columbus Day he's guy. like he's he decorates he, his house with smallpox blankets. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then he does a reenactment. <laughs> he does. Uh, yes. He does. Uh-huh. Of just the part where he's <clears throat> slaughtering Indians. Right. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, nice to have you here. Okay, let me give you three good stories here. Now, these are big stories, and they're going to be, you're, you're, you're probably going to, you'll hear talk about them, but nobody will put this into perspective. This is you standing up, okay? These three things are happening because you are standing up. Story number one. As of October 8th, PayPal's new acceptable use policy states that effective november 3rd activities like the sending posting or publication of any message content or materials may qualify as violations if the company decides they are harmful obscene harassing or objectionable basically yeah whatever we want um if they depict promote or incite hatred or discrimination of protected groups uh, you go after white guys, so no problem. Or of individuals of groups based on protected characteristics, race, religion, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, or are fraudulent, promote misinformation, or unlawful. For each violation, a user may be subject to damages, including liquidated damages of 2500 U.S. dollars, which may be debited directly from your PayPal accounts. You gotta be kidding me. Okay, now this happened, what, last week? And um, last week we talked about it. But apparently a lot of other people talked about it too. Uh, Now, they are not a neutral organization. They haven't even really said that they are a neutral organization. Um, Although they say they value uniqueness and diversity of thought. Oh, Mm. do you? Is that why you shut down the uh, account of the Free Speech Union? Because they were a little upset about the radical gender theory in British schools. Yeah, yeah. Or how about gays against groomers? Why'd you shut them down? You didn't even have an explanation for that one. Uh, Gays for groomers say more and more companies are coming out in full support of the sexualization, indoctrination, and medicalization of minors. Uh, By the way, PayPal also shut down Us For Them, a campaign uh, group that advocated for reopening schools during the COVID-19 lockdown. It's got to shut them up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So anyway, um, they're not neutral. However, here's the good news. In a tweet on Saturday... Just a few days after they released this seven-page document, 
Uh, David Marcus spoke out against the new policy, first reported by the Daily Wire, that would apparently allow the digital payment processor to charge $2,500. Elon Musk, another co-founder of PayPal, said he agreed with the criticism, joining a number of others who have spoken out against the new policy. He said, it's really hard for me to openly criticize a company that I used to love and I gave so much to. But PayPal's new um, users um, rules or whatever goes against everything I believe in. A private company now gets to decide to take your money if you say something they disagree with. That's insanity. And some other people started saying, David Sachs said, get your money out of PayPal right now. Scott Adams from Dilbert said, seriously, close your PayPal account immediately if they don't reverse this today. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy said misinformation police are now extending their reach beyond social media accounts, blah, 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 blah. Whole bunch of people. You spoke out about it. Blake Masters, the Arizona Senate campaign, uh, he said, yeah, I get to Washington soon and I'm going to be working on this. Then PayPal just released this. That notice went out in error. (laughs) and uh, we included some incorrect information. We're Mm. not fining people for misinformation, and this language was never intended to be inserted into our policy. Our teams are working now to correct our policy pages. Oh! (laughs) You know, these these companies have such a weird habit of, like, really bizarre things happening. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, I've never said, uh, you know... Uh, hey, by the way, uh, just some company policy. You know, if you have brown hair, it's okay. It's absolutely okay to harass you because we're going to fire you anyway because you have black hair, brown hair. <laughs> Never said that. Oops. That. How did that get into the policy? How did that happen? Somebody broke into the policy and <sighs> yeah. just started just writing, start writing stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. You know, that would be expl- – I would accept that. Yeah. I would like to see the termination of that person. Mm-hmm. But it's just like they have a bunch of rogue people in there that are just like, watch this. We're going <laughs> to write that. We're going to take people's money. <laughs> you should fire those people. Uh, then, next story. Because of you. Vanderbilt to pause gender transition surgeries on minors. The Vanderbilt Mm. University Mm. Medical Center has paused all gender transition surgeries for minors following an explosive report about their pediatric gender services and a letter from the state legislators demanding the practices stop. Um, We are, by the way, this is this is really Daily Wire. um, And uh, what's his name on the Daily Wire that did this? Um, we are pausing gender affirma- uh, affirmation, affirmation surgeries on patients under 18 while we complete this review, which may take several months. In addition, we understand the issue is likely to be taken up by the General Assembly in its next legislative station and, and, mm-hmm. and session. And as always, we assure that our programs will comply with any new requirements, which may be established as a part of Tennessee law. Huh. 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 So... So no more hormones or double mastectomies uh, for kids. That's, you know, that's yeah. probably a, a good thing. Uh, well, since when you uh, change gender, um, the suicide rate for those kids goes up 20 times 
the yeah, that's national not 30 average. times, is it? No, it's not 30 it's times. Not 100 it times. is not no. 100 times. Right. It's only 20 times. Right. The rates. Right. So. so thank you for standing up. See what happens when we stand up? Mm-hmm. Several states, here's number three. Several states have launched efforts to root out ESG with 19 GOP attorneys general sending a letter to BlackRock. BlackRock increasingly becoming a Republican target, challenging the money manager's commitment to ESG principles. They claim that BlackRock's policies are undercutting shareholder profits and managing state pension funds. So Louisiana decided to go a step further. God bless the state treasurer there, John Schroeder. He announced last week the state has divested $560 million, a number that will increase to $794 million over the coming months as Louisiana exits BlackRock money market funds, mutual funds, and exchange-traded fund holdings. He writes, your blatantly anti-fossil fuel policies will destroy Louisiana's economy. This divestment is necessary to protect Louisiana from actions and policies that you would actively seek to hamstring our fossil fuel sector. In my opinion, your support of ESG investing is inconsistent with the best economic interest and values of Louisiana. All of these things are happening because, one, somebody was brave enough to expose them. Okay? Matt Walsh. He's the guy who's been exposing and really bringing it to people's attentions, especially at Vanderbilt. That's that's him. So he was brave enough to stand there and tell you. And then you stood up. This is fantastic news. They are scared out of their mind. They this is all coming undone. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how this ends for them. I'll show you why this is coming undone in 60 seconds. Ever flown with American Airlines before? Yeah. If you have, you might be in for a little surprise. Uh, they recently discovered a data breach in their system, and uh, they don't have any idea how many uh, customers' personal information was accessed, but... You know, pretty sure it wasn't just a couple, you know, names, passport numbers, driver's license numbers, medical information. Yeah, floating around there. Somebody took it. If you've ever flown American and probably, I mean, who flies American? You know? Yeah, my information was in that database. My information was in that database. I'm not worried about it because I have LifeLock. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but LifeLock is the best out there. And if you join now, they'll, you'll save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Now listen, they have both a preventative measure to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. I have seen them at work several times in my own life, um, and they're really good, really good. We have not had a problem. We've had phone calls from them. Uh, hey, there's a problem, and then they cleared it up. Uh, it's fantastic. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. LIFELOCK.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25%. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right. Let me show you why this is all coming undone. 
Uh, first of all, everything they talk about is nuts. It's nuts. There's no common sense to any of this stuff, right? You know it. I know it. Uh, gee, it looks like a lot of people are going to be freezing to death in uh, Europe. Uh, they're using, they're literally, people in Europe are literally buying horse and cow dung to burn in their fireplaces to keep warm. That's going to work out well. Mm. It's going to work out well. So what does our president and the progressive left do? Well, they cancel the pipelines, but they want to make sure that we have oil. So first, they are willing to sacrifice everything they say they believe in, you know, with the death of Khashoggi and go over and kneel at the feet of the the Saudi prince after insulting him. And he not only doesn't raise it by uh, by 20 percent, I think he was asking, he reduces the amount they're producing. That's how ineffective these guys are. So we're willing to go over to Saudi Arabia, but not here. Now we're going to Venezuela. And we are now trying to buy oil from Venezuela. But not from here. Not in America. No, no, no. Venezuela, we'd rather help them. That makes no sense. You know it. I know it. This is the other reason why it's all falling apart. These people are not who they say they are, not who they are forcing us to say we are. Okay, uh, you know, I they're they're saying to us that we're the racist, and we're like, I I'm not, I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. Who are they? A recording which was reported on the in the Los Angeles Times and has not uh, yet been reviewed by the New York Post captured the uh, council president, the L.A. council, as referring to her colleague, Mike Bonin's black son, as uh, S. Chenguito. Is that right? Which apparently means that little monkey in Spanish. Oh, okay, All right. Martinez, who's a Latina. I'm sorry. Latinx also said Bonin, who is white was raising a toddler like a little white kid. I was like, this kid needs a beatdown. Let me take him around the corner and I'll bring him back. The city council president said she also referred to the child as something else, which is the N-word in uh, Spanish, I'm guessing. Um, at another point the uh, in the roughly hour-long conversation, she called Bonin, also a Democrat, that little bitch. Kevin DeLeon, uh, Kevin, uh, DeLeon a member of the uh, city council who unsuccessfully ran for mayor in California Senate said in the recording that Bonin treated his child like a little yard bag or a Louis Vuitton bag. So the audio, which was recorded, we don't know by who was posted on Reddit. That user that posted it is now suspended. Ha. Huh. Before the suspension, it was posted, it says, wow, you know it happens, but when you actually hear it, it's unbelievable. This looks like the labor movement is in bed with City Hall. Of course it is. Of course it is. Now, the guy whose son, by the way, three years old, that was attacked, uh, says he's, he's heartsick and angry. Um, and the leaked audio also uh, captures Martinez attacking 
the progressive L.A. district attorney saying, F that guy. He's with the blacks. So we know who these people are. It's only a matter of time before they expose themselves. On the other side, you have what's happening in Florida. Almost 100% of the power has now been restored. This came over the weekend. Almost 100% of the power has been restored. DeSantis has done an incredible job. Now, let me give you another reason. There is a huge, huge outpouring of women and girls on the streets in Iran. And they are being shot, imprisoned, tortured. But it's not stopping them. This is youth in the streets. And they said they're not going to stop. The uh, regime has had Internet blackouts, so it's hard for them to communicate. They don't know what's going to be happening to them at all, but there's still massive gatherings that are going on. Patrols in almost every street. One of the girls said, I assure you, the press, the, the protests are not over. The people are angry. They're talking back to the police, to the police in ways I've never seen. Yet our left is not standing with these girls. The people who protest to love women so much are not standing. Ahmed Abu Merkaya, I guess, 25 years old. I'm just going to call him Ahmed. He reportedly was living in Israel for two years and seeking resettlement in Canada because of threats to his life because he was gay. Israel was protecting him from the Palestinians. Last Wednesday, he was beheaded in the West Bank. The victim's friends and media outlets said that he was kidnapped from Israel and taken to the Palestinian city. Authorities arrested a suspect in the killing who filmed the murder and then posted it on social media. Have you heard any gay organization talk about this? Have you heard any gay organization that says that the Palestinians are open-minded? It's Israel that is the problem. Really? Because Israel was protecting and accepting of the man's lifestyle. The Palestinians took him, kidnapped him. His family was behind it and beheaded him. Truth always wins. We just have to stand up and speak it. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. How often lately have you been thinking about the equity in your home and seeing it go away slowly? Believe it or not, that may be the key to being able to access extra cash might be the key to save you money at the same time. This is the kind of thing that American financing specializes in. 10-minute call to them could end up saving you a ton of money over time. Could give you a whole lot of peace of mind in the here and now. Right now, the average amount that American financing is saving their customers is about $695 a month. 
just imagine what you could be doing with that extra money. You could be paying down other debts, saving back for more important future expenditures. The sky's the limit on what you could do. All you have to do is make one phone call. And here's the number, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. They work for you, not the bank. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Stephen Crowder. Steve Dace and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you have joined us. A top pollster signaled many deeply submerged Republican voters would be undercounted again in the weeks ahead of the 2022 midterm elections in November. I think people are done talking about it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to give you any information at all. I'm not going to give you any information. Especially supporters of, you know, Republicans or Donald Trump. Yeah, you're just not going to. so disparaged gonna, lately. Why would What am you? I going to tell you anything? Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Cahaley, founder of the uh, and senior strategist of the pollster uh, Trafalgar Group, observed during the uh, debut of Election Wire, a new weekly podcast, um, that right around the corner, Republican voters would be underestimated um, by the legacy media, mainly because they declared MAGA Republicans enemies of the state. Hello. These submerged voters aren't answering the polls. They aren't putting stickers on their cars or signs in their yard. They're not even posting on social media. They are underwater. They're not saying a word to anyone until Election Day. You know, it's weird. Here in Texas, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that will have the signs because it's the opposite of New York or San Francisco or California. You know, here it's, you know, you're not afraid to say anything if you're a conservative. But I think there's also a lot of places that um, people are kind of they're afraid they're underwater, as they say. But I think there's also those people who are like, really, really, I'm going to make my sign bigger. (laughs) Um, Polls have two purposes, he said. They're either to reflect or they're to affect. Too many of these media and university based polls are designed to affect the election. They're trying to create a false narrative quite often when there is not one. That's fascinating. Just fascinating. ABC News, uh, the correspondent there says um, that they are doomed for midterm uh, uh, elections. He says voters disapprove of Biden, and that's not going to go well. GOP now is is projected to score four gubernatorial wins in the midterms and what's incredible is they're the races in nevada oregon wisconsin and kansas oregon and nevada rated by the cook partisan voting in index uh you know as uh probably a little blue more democrat than republican uh, Oregon, the most Democratic leading of the four states, has Democrats plus six 
And a former uh, Republican state representative, Christine Drazen, leading the Democratic State House Speaker, um, Tina Kotex, I think. <laughs> Tina Kotex? I think that's her name. I'm not sure. But anyway, <laughs> 2%. You know me. I'm bad with names. Uh-huh. Uh, so it looks <laughs> like she is uh, she's leading Kotex mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. two and a half points. <laughs> in all of the polls so that 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 is really really good let's see also uh lee zeldin is closing the gap in new york Mm. that's nuts i mean it's not it's actually common sense but the people in new york are nuts they shouldn't be voting with common sense but they are it's fantastic and i think i think what's happening there is again, people are seeing the insanity of it all. I would like to play Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, he would like us, the taxpayer, to give New York City $1 billion. He said, we need help. And we, re- and we need it right now. Now, before the charitable heart that I know you have, kicks in and says gosh glenn we gotta help them we have to they're in trouble we want to be there nah, i want you to listen to him here he is today i am declaring a state of emergency in the city of new york glenn, and issuing an executive help. order I help. this executive order will formally direct all relevant agencies to coordinate their efforts to construct the humanitarian relief centers while also suspending certain land use requirements to expedite this process. New York City has already done more than nearly any other city to support this influx of asylum seekers. Oh my. And we cannot deprive longtime New Yorkers of support and services, even as we address the needs of these new arrivals. (laughs) It's not sustainable. And it is not right. And it's not right. Oh my. Okay, so... New York, which has done more than any other city, Houston, Dallas, more than any other city, El Paso, all of the border cities. New York has been on the front lines of this. Oh, my gosh. They have received about 65 buses. They've got 65 busloads of people. And and this this is a metro area. Of like seventeen, just, just 17, 17 million. million. That's all. I mean, you get six, seven bus loads, you're at the point of collapse. Well, because if you think about maybe thirty people per bus load, oh yeah. Now you're talking. I can't even do. The, is that a quadrillion people? Yes, it's very close yeah, to very a quadrillion close. people. It's, it's a, yes, it's amazing. See, it's exponential. Yeah. After each mm-hmm. bus load, it takes you thirty buses to get to a quadrillion people. <laughs> anyway, uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, kind of a slap in the face. Little, little bit, little bit. And to ask New York City to have the balls to ask for a billion dollars. <laughs> and you know what? They'll get it. They'll get it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They'll get it. It's a mm-hmm. state of an emergency. And this president will take your hard earned money, you and everyone you know will not, over their entire lifetime, 
put in a billion dollars in their income tax in your entire lifetime. You will work from cradle to grave paying taxes. You and your friends and everybody you know won't even come close to the one billion dollars. Just flush it away, man. Just flush it away. Anybody else not feeling as compassionate as you usually do on April 15th? So city leaders want more migrants. Why? 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 (laughs) Because they care so deeply. Either that or city leaders want more migrants because they help cut wages, inflate real estate rents, and boost profit for local business leaders. Oh, my gosh. They really do care. (laughs) They really do love these people. The policy also generates many customers for the city's welfare, aid, housing, education, and medical agencies. For example, Adams admitted in his speech that the city is providing overnight shelters to 61,000 homeless people every night. I believe we have a border city of about 35,000 people, regular residents, that are hosting about 10 to 20,000 people every night. That's what I'd call a state of an emergency. 17 million people in the metro area, 61,000 homeless people. Hmm. Well, let's take out the metro area. 7 million people on that rat island and 61,000 homeless people. Huh. Also, the cheap labor migrants also provide more profits for investors in city businesses. Without the extra labor, the investors otherwise would be forced to hire unemployed Americans in upstate New York cities uh, or other states such as New Jersey, Maine, New Hampshire, and West Virginia. You don't want to hire Americans. You don't want that. You don't want that. No. Oh, man. They care. Let, what do you say? Come on, guys. Come on. Normally, I would say no, but this is New York City, and they're really struggling. Mm. They need, they can't hire Americans. It's an emergency situation. There. It really it, is. It really is. It, it's almost 2,000 people that have been wow. bussed up there. Wow. Almost two. Almost 2,000. What do we have That's in Texas? Crazy. Two million a year? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I would honestly, I would like it's to close. know what... What the impact on Dallas and Houston have been. Oh. Houston is. Oh, my gosh. And year after year after year. 61,000 is nothing. nothing. I mean, we get nothing. that in a month. <laughs> oh, but they're struggling. Oh, they are struggling. I know. Why don't you put on a show and raise money? <laughs> you got show people there. Do a show for. <gasps> have you heard about the new Broadway show of 1776? I haven't. Okay, so there was a 1776 Broadway play that was done in 1976, and it was a you know it's it's a it's a romp. It's a romp. It's so great. <laughs> 1976, 1776 romp. Happy bicentennial. Well, now in 2022, they are opening up this romp again, except this time it's a gay romp. Well, not actually a gay romp, more of a trans romp. Everybody in it that plays a founder. It's, it's trans. trans. Uh, how wonderful. Yeah. How wonderful. How wonderful. Oh, I, I wish I could have invested in that. Mm-hmm. That's going to make money mm-hmm. hand over fist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the romp that they released at the movie theaters uh, did pretty well, right? Which one? Uh, Bros, I think it's called. Bros? Yes. It made about $12 at the... <laughs> it made, I think, $4.5 million. In its opening weekend. In its opening weekend. And yeah, that and they were was... expecting like $20 million. What? Well, I would have expected $120 Me too. You Me know? too. I thought every American would go to see that. Who's not going to say to their family, I got to get to New York. Mm-hmm. And see 1776, where every member of the cast is trans. Right. And watch that bicentennial romp. Oh, my God. So much fun. Critics say <laughs> it's crazy great. <laughs> Good luck, New York. As far as I vote, not a dime for you. Oh, but I'm sorry to hear about your... Emergency. I really am. Golly gee, Wally, Mom and Dad are going to be very upset about it, too, when they get home. (laughs) Blinds.com. They have their friends and family sale. It's going on now for a few more days. If you absolutely, absolutely are looking for incredible savings, they got them. They got them. Blinds.com. Check out some of these deals. If you're looking to spruce up your home this season, right now through October 12th during the sale, You can save up to 45% on everything. Plus, they have doorbusters. I hope it's a gay romp behind that door. No, it's just a special deal. You're going to like it. Blinds.com believes that ordering online doesn't mean sacrificing uh, service or style. You can get the latest style, curtains, shades, shutters, a whole lot more. And if you need help, you know, selecting what you want. They've got the people there at no charge. It's great. If you need help with measuring or installation, they got you covered. No hidden fees, no misleading quotes, no showroom or retail markups, none of that kind of stuff. And shipping is always free. Blinds.com. Check out the friends and family sale at blinds.com. Now through October 12th, 45% off site-wide at blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation, 888-727-BECK. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad that you're here. Stu is not here, and we don't know why. We don't know why he's not here. Hmm. And I think Stu is my weirdest friend. Would yeah. you agree with that? That he's your weirdest friend? Don't think too deeply on that. Okay. I'm just thinking. <laughs> You're thinking for yeah. entertainment purposes. Yes. Yes. He's he's because I know my you don't have friend. Other, I don't know who you. No, are. there's no no other weird friends that I I can even think of. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, Stu's so, gonna be no, number one weirdest. No, seriously. Like you don't know him. You know well, him, but he's you not don't know him. Forthcoming on really personal things. He's not forthcoming on anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's I mean, true. I've known him now as long as I knew you when you know we got back together. I'd known you for twenty years, uh-huh. and I've known Stu now for twenty five. Yep. Uh, and I knew you at twenty. Oh, I yeah. knew you inside and out, and you're not forthcoming. No, but you. I mean, I know you, Stu, he could absolutely, I would not be surprised if at one point he, under his shirt, pulled out a badge and said, FBI. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Yeah. Or, 
He's a Russian spy. Easy. He could be that. He could be that. He could be working mm-hmm. for TikTok. That is true. Sleeping with Fang Fang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, he loves Lisa a lot, so I don't know about yeah. the Fang Fang thing. Well, I haven't mm. seen Fang Fang. Mm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you never know. Stu could Stu could have gone the Fang Fang route. That's maybe where he's right. right. Oh, poor Lisa. Wow. We don't even know. We don't know. It's highly possible. Lisa's probably crying her eyes out today. She probably saw the Fang Fang thing coming. Probably did. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Sad. Sad for her. Have you seen the movie Blonde by any chance? Uh, no. No. The Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe thing? No. Not interested? You just laugh. No, not yeah, interested. Well, I mean, it's like NC-17. That's not oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the, um, uh, the uh, Planned Parenthood has a real problem with it. Oh, uh, no. Yes, they do. They do. Don't tell me that yeah. they glorify pregnancy yeah, well, and, she, and have a child born uh-huh. alive. So she was she was pregnant mm-hmm. yeah. twice, and the first time uh, she was forced to abort it. And then the second time, <clears throat> well, let me just read. The organization is taking issue with the movie's portrayal of an unborn child as a human life decrying abortion stigma and medically inaccurate descriptions of a fetus. Oh, jeez. As the film and TV shapes up many people's understanding of sexual and reproductive health and critical in these depictions accurately portray women's real decisions and experiences. What they're uh, they're, um, uh, angry about is Marilyn has a recurring nightmare of her first aborted baby saying, please don't abort the other baby. Please, and then the so her abortion was a bad thing, and then her yeah, mm. and then her you know dreams of her current baby that she's you're not going to abort me too. Apparently, eh, Planned Parenthood has a problem with that. <laughs> the Glenn Back Program, American quality. Those words still mean something to me, and I bet that they mean something to you as well. That's one of the reasons why I love American Giant. They are a company that doesn't just think about what they can do. They think about what they should do. When you buy American Giant clothing, you are investing in American manufacturing, in American workers. You're investing in the American farmer for the American cotton, the the person who packages your order. All Americans, everything. You're not just buying clothes. You are investing in a process that will help save our country. We need to get back to the independent spirit of American manufacturing. Uh, manufacturing. And American Giant is doing their part. All of their clothing, 100% American. The cotton, the milling, the cutting, the sewing, everything. And with it comes American quality. These clothes are the kinds of clothes that you'll pass on to your... My daughter loves wearing my shirts. She'll wear my shirts or my sweatshirts from American Giant forever. There's an American Giant in all of us. Go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn and find yours.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. All we have to do to win is stand up. Stand up with logic, common sense, peace in our hearts. Just, no, I'm not going to go there. No, sorry, that, that's just not true. In fact, it's so ridiculous, it's kind of funny. But no, not going to do it. That changes everything. I'm going to give you an example. Last hour, I told you about the, uh, the PayPal changing. The, you know, last week they said, yeah, anybody says something we don't really like, $2,500, we're just going to pull out of your PayPal account and call it misinformation. Yeah, that lasted a few days until everybody, you know, raised a stink over it and started pulling their money out of PayPal and saying, yeah, I don't want to do business with you. And guess what? It was a mistake. I don't even know who wrote that policy and put it in there, but they shouldn't have written it because we're very upset about it. Same thing with Vanderbilt. Who's doing double mastectomies on kids? Not What? We just found out about it. We're not going to do that anymore. I'll tell you that right now. And BlackRock with ESG is quivering in their boots because you're standing up locally and our state treasuries are standing up nationally. Another state treasurer has said, yeah, I don't think we're going to send you guys about 700 billion dollars i i just think that maybe you wouldn't be the right person to invest it you know what i mean and that's just the beginning we have the latest uh on esg wars and the latest state treasurer this time from louisiana who's pushed back and pushed back hard on esg and blackrock his name is john schroeder he joins us in 60 seconds First, this week only, it's Tuttle Twins History Book Sale. If you're interested in teaching your kids real history, like it's Columbus Day. Oh, those smallpox blankets. Oh my gosh. Here's a way to uh, inoculate your kids against crazy woke ideas and lies. You need to get the new Tuttle Twins History Book. It teaches the most important lessons from American history in an engaging way that kids are going to love. They'll come away with a solid understanding of what happened, why it happened, and most importantly, how it relates to them. Mommy, are you giving me a Columbus Day smallpox blanket? I don't know. We'll see if you wake up with spots on your face tomorrow. Kids are not getting this in school. They need to hear it from you. This week, go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get your own copy of the Tuttle Twins American History Book at a big discount, plus all of the bonuses like videos and the audio version completely free. Just go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Welcome to the Louisiana State Treasurer, John Schroeder. How are you, John? Well, good morning. It is good to talk to you, sir. Yes, sir. Great. Uh, Great day. Yeah, it is a good day. Last week, um, you said, "Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not going to give you the uh, the money. What was it? Seven? I think I said billion. It's seven hundred million dollars, right? Almost a billion dollars. Yeah, it's about seven, almost eight hundred. Okay, and uh, there's more coming, right? Over the next year. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I've been working on this for a long time. You just don't move that much money overnight. Right. Uh, what really, what really called this out, somebody caught wind of it and it's probably my fault because I got agitated at some meeting that I was at and I said something publicly. And the next thing I know, I had a public information request and, um, I've been working on it since late last year. We actually started moving money probably around March. And um, I wasn't going to say anything till I moved it all. But two things happened that, that sort of forced me to come out last week. I had a meeting with BlackRock and, uh, in Philadelphia when I was at the Treasurer's Conference about two weeks ago. Then I had a public information request, which I had to release some information that I wanted to control the narrative. So that's why I, I followed up with my meeting at BlackRock with a letter. Um, telling them what, what I was doing, and I had already started it. We'd, we'd, we'd already moved, you know, a half billion dollars uh, by the time I released this letter. And by the end of the year, it'll be about $800 million. But, Glenn, I want, I want your listeners to, to understand this, especially those in Louisiana, because I want to be very accurate. There's a lot of news about this. This is money that, that I, as treasurer of the state of Louisiana, manage in our trust funds, about $16 billion in trust fund and about 800 million that is invested in BlackRock. So we are moving that into other spaces where, where we're either making more or the same. Uh, so we're not losing money. We're just picking businesses, uh, companies that, that uh, we have something more in common with. And uh, we clearly don't in, in the fossil fuel space here in Louisiana. But the real goal for BlackRock is to go after the pension money. And each state, each state treasurer handles that a little differently. Here in Louisiana, we have about 70 plus billion dollars in, in retirement funds and pension funds. And these are policemen and firemen and school teachers and state workers. These aren't people going to work as entrepreneurs every day. This is government employees' pensions money. In Louisiana, again, it's over $70 billion. That's That's really the what makes up a large share of BlackRock. So um, I did what I could do. Now, what, moving forward, I will begin to work with the legislature to figure, figure out a way, how do, we, how do we curb this pension money to be invested in companies like BlackRock, who clearly want to see the demise of the fossil fuel industry, which is the, probably the biggest industry we have in Louisiana. Correct. Now, did you take on the S and the G, or are you only looking at the E? Oh, no. We, we, you know, it, this just came out in the news last week, but this has been an ongoing battle on several fronts. Uh, our legislative session ended in June, um, and there were several bills uh, dealing with all all kinds of different situations on the ESG, um, but no, th- on this particular front uh, with BlackRock, it was uh, obviously their environmental position. But I don't mind telling you, four, almost four years ago, I blocked um, Citibank and Bank of America over Second Amendment issues. You know, so. Excellent. This has been going on for a while here in Louisiana. I've blocked them from doing almost a billion dollars in, in borrowing from the state of Louisiana. It's gone under radar, you know, because I can do this all within the confines of the law of, of my job, my constitutional duties. And I don't have to go beat my chest about it either. But you said this, 
what, when, as I was listening, we need to step up and, and do something. We can't just sit back and, and be, be good conservatives and take it in the shorts anymore. So I'm, I'm proud to lead the State Financial Office Foundation. I don't know if you know that. I'm the national chair as of October 1st. And, and you will start seeing more. I have talked to treasurers across the country uh, since last Wednesday. And, and, you know, they're just looking at ways on how to reinvest this money because at the end of the day, you do have a fiduciary responsibility. Mm-hmm. Those, those pension workers or, or those retired government workers need to get their paychecks, and I get it, their retirement check. So that, that, that sits in the palm of our hands in a lot of cases uh, in many states across this nation. So I get that, but I'm also not going to feed my enemy. And I'm not going to uh, – I think we have to do a better job at educating uh, the pension uh, folks, the state workers, the government workers, we have to educate them and let them know where their money is being invested. To, to, it's backdooring them. It's, 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 it's going to kill our industry. Um, not to speak of what it does for, for communist China and other countries mm-hmm. that want to see the United States wiped off the face of the map. So um, what was BlackRock's response? Well, you know, um, I met with them. Now, they've gotten some wind that I was doing this. So this isn't like total out-of-the-blue news to them. I mean, I would imagine if you took $500 million out, they might notice it. I would hope. I know they they got trillions of dollars, but I know they knew that I was moving this money. But they never made mention of it when I met with them two weeks ago. But what they did do was apologize and and say that – you know, that they, um, you know, wanted to assure me that, that they weren't against fos- the fossil fuel industry <laughs> and this, that, and the other. Well, Glenn, I told them I- I'm sitting there with three people and one of the directors, and, and it was about a 45-minute long conversation. And after a little bit, I told them, I said, look, this isn't personal with you guys, but y'all are sitting here telling me one thing, but I can show you, quote, video and audio of your CEO saying something different than what you're sitting in this room telling me today. Now I'm the treasurer of Louisiana and I, and and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but I guess the CEO of BlackRock needs to tell me otherwise, because y'all are sitting here telling me one thing, but what I read, see, and hear is something totally different out of your CEO. So unless he's willing to go out publicly and now reverse what he has been saying and go to conferences and because look i don't need to tell you that it's everywhere all over the internet where he makes comments about oh, i know what what they need to do where blackrock is is becoming like the almost like the communist leader that they know what's best for the world order they know what's best for louisiana well you know what he's not going to use my money to do it and that's the other thing people don't understand and that's what something they said to me in the meeting that it's not their money. It's our money. They're using our money to beat ourselves. That's like, that's like crazy. That's, that's, I'm not going to do that any longer. And, um, (laughs) and, 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 and and look, I I just want you to understand this. I didn't just wake up last Wednesday and decide to do this. This is something that we've been strategically working on for the entire year. And, um, it just came to a head last week. I'm I'm so glad to hear it, John. You're well thought out, uh, and uh, I hope there are more of you that are working behind the scenes 
uh, to do the, the, the right thing. We are the, the whole world is being strangled to death uh, because of the energy policies of people like BlackRock shutting off uh, all investment. I, I just read a story today. I don't want to get in the weeds, but I just uh, read a story today. The banks can't invest in fossil fuels over in Europe, they're saying, because the the money isn't there for investment. And if the price collapses, then they're going to be sitting on, you know, all of this oil and they won't be able to, you know, hedge it. Uh, and uh, and I, I read that and I thought, well, the, the problem is ESG. The problem is that people are not investing in energy now because they're being encouraged not to and being told that that is not the future. Well, it may not be the future 150 years from now, yeah. but it is, it, it, is, it is over the next 50 plus. <laughs> you know, a couple things have to happen, going back to you know, your comment about you hoping others are doing the same thing. I can tell you factually, we are, and they are. I, I think what has to happen, what's so great about this country, and look, I'm an entrepreneur, and, 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 and can I, if I can have a minute, Glenn, I want to tell you something. I've listened to you for a long time. I'm a, I'm a former military intelligence, infantry military intelligence CID agent from the Army. Mm. Um, I, I was a narcotics agent after that, and I, and I lost my career over a, a pretty serious eye injury. Um, but I've always appreciated how you stood up for our country. And, um, and I, don't, I don't need, as a, as a veteran of this country, I don't need anybody to um to thank me it, but it is nice hearing people like you on the radio say thank you without saying thank you and um and that's all i needed all, all i needed to know is there was people out there who understood what we do why we do it and there are people like me who did things and went after bad people so uh so you could have your radio show and and everybody could go about their business every day and um, I've just always appreciated that. This is the first time I've ever met you and talked to you in my life. And I just want to tell you thank you. That is uh, more meaningful than you than you know, John. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hope to meet you someday. You. John Schroeder, he is the uh, state treasurer of the great state of Louisiana. Well, I mean, it's connected to Texas. So that really is what makes it great, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. it's the greatest, mm-hmm. great, great Great-ish state uh, of Louisiana. It's connected to a great state. Yeah, it is. Let's say that. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you know, that rubs off on you after a while. There's, uh, there's a lot more to your dog's life than just what he or she eats, but that doesn't mean the food isn't important. You want something for your dog that's going to make him happy, healthy, able to sustain a long life and remain active for as long as possible. May I recommend that you give Rough Greens a try? Rough Greens. It's helped my dog, Uno, um, in giving him really, honestly, some of the best years of his life. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by a naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the food, chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. The folks at Rough Greens want you to have a free bag. Now, this is just a little trial bag, but it's free. You just pay for shipping. They want to make sure that you don't spend any of your money on this if your dog doesn't like it. If your dog likes it like Uno does, and, and really every dog and dog owner tells me that is, it has Rough Greens, 
Oh, my dog is eating for the first time. My dog loves this. He licks the bowl clean, but maybe your dog won't. So they give you a free trial bag. If your dog loves it, order a full bag and watch the difference over the months in your dog. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLENN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So this just came out from The Guardian. I consider myself an LGBTQ plus ally, but I wasn't prepared for the shock and confusion I feel when a person I thought I'd spend my life with told me their secret. It was 3 a.m. I had a lot to drink. Two reasons I was pressing my boyfriend of 10 years on why he hadn't yet proposed. We were strong and happy, loved each other madly. So his reticence seemed ludicrous to me when sober, let alone drunk. I suspect it was my ceaseless questioning that ultimately blew a fuse in his brain because that's when he told me his secret. When I woke up, he was gone. I watched his WhatsApp status like it was a heart monitor of an ailing relative. The second I saw online, I called him and asked him to come home to talk, to answer the question that I had scribbled allegedly on a half-folded piece of, of paper. He walked through the door and sat down, his face masked with fear. What were you trying to tell me, I asked, hopefully, all too aware of how different things can look when alcohol is no longer shaping your every thought. Well, I, I have gender identity issues, he said. I just don't identify with being male. My throat thickened. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I knew this person better than anyone in the world, but could in no way reconcile him with the words that were coming out of his mouth. Well, what do you identify with? I don't know, like non-binary or oh my god what was he about to say trans the word flooded my body with surreal disbelief i was already sure cold empathetic this was done we're done but why he employed implored because because i can't be nor do i want to be with a woman See, now that's her first problem. Oh, man. What a bigot. What <laughs> a bigot. What an absolute. Yeah, yeah, bigot. Horrifying bigot. But she should rest assured he never will be a woman. Just want to throw yeah. that in there. Mm-hmm. It was surprising to me. Well, what if he changes his chromosomes? Then no, he can't. He, oh, okay. uh-huh, he can't. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was surprising to me to know how obvious this fact was because everything else was suddenly underwater. But I don't know how far it will go yet. I don't know anything yet, except that our relationship is more important than my gender. My questions were redundant. The purpose was to establish where we go from here. But in the private theater of my mind, the curtains closed at every turn. Soon my sister was outside. I tried to articulate why I asked her to collect me and why I had a suitcase. She knew something was wrong, of course, but she had no idea of the magnitude. He, he... He thinks he, he thinks he might, I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the words out of my mouth. What? What are you saying, Phoebes? He thinks he might be trans. We stood on the dark street, cobbles glossed with rain and wept. Her tears soaked my shoulder and mine hers. We drove back to hers. I sat in silence, numb, watching the rain blur the brake lights in front of me while she continued to sob for me, for him, and I guess for the future brother-in-law she had just lost. 
For a week in January, she held my hand every night while I stared at the ceiling, watching our alarm clock announce the time in glaring sequence of oblongs, 12, 10 a.m., 2.36 a.m., 6.16 a.m. The second 7 a.m. hit, I got in the shower just so I could cry in peace. This is an incredible article. Uh, it's from The Guardian. I'll tweet it out here in a second. But uh, an incredible human wreckage kind of story that you never really hear about. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The America that you know and love is disappearing before your eyes right now. God willing, it's going to come back. But until it does, it'll be a little bit rough. I need you to take some time to think about where you and your family are at financially. Uh, are, are you financially sound right now? Are you struggling what is it going to look like? What does your debt load look like? What's the interest on that debt? If it's credit card debt, it's going to be sky high, right? This is where you could be finding opportunities to save money. If the opportunities exist, right? Listen, do you know if they exist? Have you done any checking on this? You don't have to do it alone. Take 10 minutes out of your day today and call American Financing. American Financing. They're waiting for your call now. They work for you, not the bank, and there's no hidden fees or any of that crap. It's uh, AmericanFinancing.net. You can call them now at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget to use the promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. So, Pat, I, I want to play a game. See if this sounds familiar at all, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turkey has proposed a disinformation bill. Just buzz in whenever you think that there might be something. <laughs> Turkey has proposed a disinformation bill that threatens free speech and could further harm journalism ahead of the next election. <laughs> <laughs> president i'm not done yet oh okay the president of uh turkey says the legislation would address misinformation in the press (laughs) and social media huh Uh, no i'm not done no it's not done um he says that uh his biggest concern is uh those uh that are spreading misinformation on the internet and Can I buzz it now? <laughs> no. no, not yet. <laughs> oh yeah, dang it! Yeah, so they are. Um, they're wow. They're. Uh, hmm. Is this just what we went through? I don't know. Today, yeah. With PayPal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone through it with Facebook. All We've of gone it. through it with Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, try this on Versailles just this weekend. Now, the difference in Turkey is you get three years in prison. Oh, okay. Okay. That was coming. <laughs> that was, yeah. That's coming. No, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Of it's course coming. it is. 
Uh, based on uh, current current available data, mm-hmm. patients should be informed of the possible cardiac complications that can arise after receiving an mRNA vaccine for COVID-19. This is a high, uh, a high level huh. of global immunity to COVID-19. The benefit of vaccination is likely outweighed by this abnormally high risk of cardiac-related death <laughs> among men in this age group. Wait a minute. This hmm? What heretic is saying this? Yeah, well, it's just the Surgeon General of Florida. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Joseph Ladapo or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. What but, a quack. Yeah, what a nut oh job, my huh? Gosh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they actually banned him for misinformation. Twitter banned yeah. him for misinformation. Actually took down his account for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they realized <gasps> it was such a mistake. They didn't mean to do Oops, that. Oopsie daisies. What happened? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he says no mRNA vaccines for men 18 to 39 because I'm looking for the exact. Uh, okay, because he found, well, he didn't find yeah. a uh, an analysis through a self-controlled case series from the Sunshine State's health department found there's an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac related death you know, I talk, among 18 to 34 or 18 to 39 year old males. I talked to a doctor and I can say this now because. We still are on radio, so I have mm-hmm. to abide by FCC rules, and those FCC rules have not changed, so I can actually say this information. Talk to a doctor, really kind of pretty credible guy. I asked him to be on and... Uh, would he not come on? So, no, yeah, I think he will. Oh. You know, he, he was, he was quite brave. anxious to have people say... I said that. He's quite anxious. I was at the um, uh, Goldwater Institute fundraiser on Friday, and... Uh, uh, gave a uh, gave, in Arizona. Where was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Phoenix. Okay. Gave a speech. Th- this group is amazing. If you're looking for a group that you know is doing some real good, look into the Goldwater Institute. Anyway, um, the people there were just fantastic and so wide awake. Mm. And um, this doctor comes up to me and he says, "Hey, listen, um, you know, I I, uh, I I have so many patients that are healthy." really really healthy mm-hmm. and all have cardiac problems now yeah it's i mean it, we have stories literally every day about every day it. every day they're the latest one of the latest is this uh sean casson a democrat uh who had lost his daughter back in june did you read about this um, you think that the I was going to say, hello, Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, did you read about this? Uh, so he's an Illinois representative. His 17-year-old daughter died of cardiac arrest in her sleep back in June. Happens all the time to 17-year-olds. Oh, that's the thing. I so grew up, just, if I heard another cardiac arrest, right? if I had another 17-year-old friend who died of mm-hmm. cardiac arrest, I was sick of hearing of it. Right, especially when they had dinner with their parents, uh, went out with their friends, everything was fine, went to bed, never woke up. Yeah. Heart attack. At 17. Heart attacks happen a lot in your sleep. Uh, yes. And <laughs> especially know? when you're a teenager. Yeah. And here's this one standout line that is interesting that it's there because it normally wouldn't be in an article like this. She was fully vaccinated against COVID-19, the family said in their statement. I wonder if they're giving us a clue as to why they think she may have died from cardiac arrest. 
Uh, I would think so. I would too. Did you I hear about? Did you hear about uh, the CDC saying that they would pay a family's medical? Uh, sorry, they would pay the family's funeral bills <laughs> if they just would insist that uh, died from the effects of COVID nineteen vaccine was removed from the death certificate, and the family's like, "Wow, no, not." gonna do it wow yeah there, i'm i'm telling you there <laughs> if you wrong didn't there. get the vaccine you're mm-hmm. lucky you are lucky and i did not i did not you nor didn't. do i plan to i no, thought I did you not. did no your uh, wife didn't. did didn't she yes she did and mm-hmm. you didn't and i did not Oh, you are going to be laughing as she's having a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha, guess who's right? Ha ha, didn't listen Uh to you. Told you so. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I thought you got it. No. I already have. Did Tanya get it? No. She didn't get it. No, we didn't get it. We didn't get it. None of the kids got it. Yeah. None of the kids got it. Uh, One kid kid did. And, Mm. uh, and, uh. The rest of us were like, nah, I don't, I don't yeah. think so. And I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Every time I thought, ah, I'm going to do it, I almost I'd did see it. another story like this. I almost did it when I had to go to the UAE to get the people out of oh, yeah. Afghanistan. I thought that they were going to insist on a vaccine. And I, but they didn't. And I was driving and I was like, vaccine people that are going to be killed vaccine people that were it didn't didn't take me long but i i almost uh, got it because of that yeah i'm glad i didn't me too especially now i mean yeah i it, there's questions about it and even no, if, you, if know, you ever broach these questions you're you're a conspiracy theorist and i think we're way beyond the point where that's the case i mean we, there's too many of these kinds of deaths lately in the last year, no, year and a half. they're excess deaths. They're just excess deaths. Just excess they're deaths. Just ex- That's right. That's all it is, That's is excess right. death. You know, and I, I hate these people who are like, they go on and on and on about the Holocaust. It's just excess Jewish deaths. <laughs> That's, That's all it was. That's all it was. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The deaths were more than usual. Mm-hmm. I don't know what caused that. Couldn't have been anything with you the You can't tell. There's no way to tell. No, there's no, no way, to, way tell. to tell. It's like the metric system. You can't. You can't convert it. I you know, don't know what that it's is. It's really sad because um, I don't have a problem. We were all terrified. We were all terrified at first. Okay. Of COVID? Uh, yeah, not all of us. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we were worried about yes. it. And, and I mm-hmm. remember watching, you know, the stuff happening in China and going, this has got to be horrible. Mm-hmm. They're welding people in their apartments. Yeah. This has got to be like Ebola. And then it comes over here and we're all freaked out. And I have no problem with, you know, hey, let's just let's just get a handle on this. Let's just, you know, 15 days. Mm-hmm. Let's just hang out. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. 15 okay. days to slow the curve. I don't think yeah. anybody had a problem. Nobody with that. had a problem with that. And then it goes on and on and on. And you realize that they're lying to you about so many things. Mm-hmm. And then they won't let us see any of the data Right. When 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 you're like when you're hiding the data, how is this standing? How are we not demanding as a people whose parents may have died, whose children now are dying, Mm -hmm. people who have had this vaccine and are now having real cardiac problems? 
How are you not all in a class action lawsuit suing the United States government for forcing you to take a trial drug? That is against the Nuremberg laws. I think one thing that's happening is people are being scared out of doing that. They're being frightened. They don't want to be called names. Oh, you know, they don't want to be nutty. My gosh, you know how names. Snakes and stones may break your bones, but right. names will never hurt you. I mean, I think of that all the time. That's just oh. not something we talk about anymore. It's not a real thing anymore that names will never hurt us. Because names hurt us the most no, now for some I know. reason. I know. How'd that happen? I don't know. Somebody somebody came into my studio last <laughs> week and they were really upset and they were it's so sweet. And they're like, Len, uh, you know, I've got to say something because, you know, you're you're getting you're being called names for such and such. And and uh, and I know that. And I'm like, oh, stop. Do you think I've given a second thought to be calling be called another name? <laughs> Stand in yeah. line on that. Mm-hmm. And once you get used to it, it's like, oh, you know, we have kind of a thing with my. My uh, family, we're approaching somebody, somebody's house, something, you know, it would be like, okay, we're taking the kids to, I took my kids to a sleepover, my daughter to a sleepover, didn't know the family at all. And so I said, you're not going until I meet mom and dad. And she's like, okay. So I go over and as we're driving, I said, so odds, they're friends or going to be horrified. (laughs) And she said, I don't, I don't know, Dad. Every day, you know, it's kind of fun. Ringing the doorbell, <laughs> trick-or-treat's a blast for me. Oh, my gosh. That is the scariest thing I've seen. Glenn Beck was on my doorstep. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. They turned out to be friends or not? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. All right. Back in just a minute. Mike Lindell makes the uh, best bed sheets of anybody on earth. Go ahead. Fight me on this. Okay. Okay. I was kidding. I don't fight me. Um, but... All you ever hear uh, about the uh, sheets or sheets in general is, oh, the thread count. The thread count. It's, it's a five million thread count. I don't really care what the thread count is, and I don't even know what the thread count is on you know, the MyPillow bed sheets. I have no idea. I just know they are the softest and the best ever. My wife and I, because of her friend, are having an argument. We had it again last night about linen linen you wear linen shirts i hate linen sheets (sighs) okay and the only reason why she's asking is because her friend is always saying linen is so soft i'm like linen is not soft it's not soft she says it just has texture to it i don't want to sleep on texture oh my gosh anyway so (laughs) uh, this is third world problem isn't it I mean, this is this is this is oh, happening yeah. on the streets where I grew up mm-hmm. every day. Anyway, Nigerians are talking about it right now. <laughs> what kind of thread count do you have? Okay, so this I don't know what the thread count is on the Giza Dream Sheets, but they're fantastic, and they're thirty nine ninety nine right now, as low as thirty nine ninety nine. How much you pay for a thousand? We count thread sheet. Oh, like crazy amounts, oh, right? Yeah, literally hundreds, if not uh, yeah. close to a thousand. Shut up. No, seriously, they're expensive. That's that's stupid. Really expensive. Have you tried linen? Anyway, uh, <laughs> $39.99. Try these sheets. You're going to love them. The Giza Dream Sheets. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Square. And make sure you check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets, along with other limited-time offers. Enter the promo code BECK or you call 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. 
the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So I thought it was a good sign that uh, somebody blew up the bridge from Russia to Crimea. I thought that's mm. going to bring peace. Oh, yeah. 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 A lot like the, you know, the sabotage on the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, that's a peaceful thing to do. Right. But I don't think this is Putin is saying this is terrorism. This is sabotage. Mm-hmm. No, that's your main supply line. All of everything military comes over that bridge. Everything that you're taking out of Ukraine or out of Crimea comes over that bridge. And you guys built it. But it cost $4 billion to build and they blew it up. Mm. Now, they say that um, trains are going in, uh, but not out. One train track was blown up. The other one still exists. And I think... There's one lane of highway that is still, but no heavy trucks can go across. That you know that makes me say I'm not gonna drive it in my car. No heavy trucks. Yeah, mm. I think I'm gonna stay off it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you seen me lately? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, and uh, and it bothers me because Putin is the kind of guy that uh, has said, you know, he. He he's lately been threatening nuclear war, but he has always said World War Three is going to be fought in ones and zeros. And they've already closed down one pipeline here. Well, no, I'm sorry. Somebody else did. They closed down. Remember when they closed down? What was it? The Conoco line? And they held that hostage. I mean, it can happen. And that's the kind of stuff that I think. I mean, I really fear nuclear war, but this is bad, too. They hack into our systems, shut down our grid in the winter. That's mm. not going to be good. You know what? Every state should have like, like, for instance, Texas is is on its own power grid. Every state should be on its own power grid, you know, because then you couldn't shut all 50. Hmm. What a concept. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hadn't thought of that before. I hadn't thought of that either. <laughs> you don't like the all of the West on one, all of the East on another, and yeah. Texas on its on yeah, its, its own. own. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Hmm. Who has the right idea there? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to guess. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think there is this real, and it's more than America first. I think what's coming is uh, states first. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people are going to wake up. As they are starting to wake up going, hey, this globalism idea is kind of a bad idea. And I think yeah. they're, the next step is to wake up and go, yeah, I think my local community and my state should probably be a little self-contained, be able to take care of ourselves. You know, we'll do trade with everybody, obviously, but we should probably not outsource, oh, I don't know, everything. Huh. Yeah, I know. Huh. It's a crazy That's idea. Food for thought. I want food. Yeah. <laughs> what was what's that? <laughs> the Glenn Back program.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you about a couple of things, and they're related. The FBI, the raid uh, on yet another home of somebody else who really isn't doing and the FBI, without any notice, came guns a-blazing early in the morning. Father of 11 hauled him away in handcuffs. It was an ugly scene. What's happening to our FBI is not good. But you know that. But why doesn't all of America know that? What's happening to us? I'll explain, give you the story, and re-emphasize the answer in 60 seconds. Yahoo Finance just put an article out this week with the top three reasons to buy gold. Seems like a pretty short list, you know, given how important investing in gold is, but here they are. One, gold acts as a hedge against inflation. Gold is easy to sell to raise capital in an emergency. And gold is a good portfolio diversifier. Okay, got it. Got it. Thank you, Yahoo, for coming aboard. Acts against the hedge against inflation. I think it acts as a hedge against insanity. Inflation is not what we're experiencing. We are experiencing and about to experience true inflation insanity because they're not going to stop printing. They're just they can't. We're at the point now, I believe, of no return. It's going to take a while to play out, but it's coming. So hedge against insanity. You can sell it. You can sell it for food. You can sell whatever, but you can sell it if you have it in any case. Also, it's good uh, portfolio diversifier, meaning if you got everything you have in your 401k and stocks or your IRAs, you're going to be in trouble when this stock market really takes a nosedive. Goldline just received a freshly minted batch of their gold legal tender bar cards. They are really good. They've been difficult to keep in stock since the equities market started crashing. Go figure. So if you are looking for it, the legal tender bar gold purchase this week, you'll receive a free Ben Franklin copper round, a free silver mind your business bar, and a free silver maple flex bar, all at no extra cost. The inventory is going to sell out quickly, so don't wait. Call Goldline today, 866 866- Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All right. I want, to, uh, I want to play something from a podcast that I did on Friday, and we didn't really have time to promote, and I want you to watch or listen to the podcast. You can find it on, um, on uh, YouTube, or you can find it at Blaze TV. Um, it's, it's part of the subscription, and it is really, really good. We put it up on YouTube, on my YouTube page, because you really need to hear this. It's 35 minutes, but I'm telling you, it'll be the best 35 minutes you will spend probably all week. Um, It is a a professor of psychology, and he was going through COVID, and he realized that he's from Europe. He realized that what, what countries were doing didn't make any sense. You know, he said everybody in Sweden was going to die because Sweden wouldn't go along with the rest of the world. And he said, and when that didn't happen, 
you would expect people to go, oh, look, what's Sweden doing? It doesn't really make a difference. And he said when they didn't do that and then the mask thing and, and then let's just try an experimental drug without telling anybody anything about it. He said, I realized we were in a different place as a world. So he started doing research and it took him back really to authoritarianism, which he says is very different because that is something that the mass participates in, for instance, Germans, Germans weren't being held by a dictator. They were being held by an ideology, an idea that was running through Hitler. Listen to what he says here. When you're anxious and you don't know what you feel anxious for, you feel completely out of control. But if you start to believe that your anxiety is caused by something, no matter whether it is, whether it is true or not, and that there is a strategy to deal with that something, then you have a, an experience of control. You feel in control again. And also, you have an object to direct all your frustration and aggression on. So that's the first psychological advantage, the first step of mass formation, with the first psychological advantage of mass formation. And then a second step, Something even more important happens because so many people participate in a strategy, for instance, the lockdowns, but it could also be the concentration camps or the mm -hmm. crusades or the witch. Mm. Because so many people participate in the strategy to deal with the object of anxiety. They have the feeling to fight a collective heroic battle with the object of anxiety. And they feel connected again. The loneliness disappears. And they have a feeling of a new sense making again. You could say, of course, What's the problem? People felt lonely and now they feel connected again. Right. They were confronted with a lack of meaning making. And now they have the feeling that their life makes sense again. And they felt out of control about their anxiety and now they feel in control again. So what's the problem? Well, there is a problem. First, there always has to be a scapegoat at whom all this frustration and aggression can be directed. And also even more important, this new social bond, this new connectedness, is not a social bond between individuals. It's always a social bond between the individual, between each individual separately and the collective. Meaning that in a mass, the famous citizenship, the famous solidarity that is so typical for mass formation is never a solidarity between individuals. It's always a solidarity between the individual and the collective. Mm. Meaning that, and it is even the case, that the longer the mass formation exists, lasts, the more all solidarity and love is sucked away from the bonds between the individuals and injected in the bond between the individual and the collective. And that makes that in the end, the solidarity with the collective is much bigger than the solidarity with other individuals, leading to the famous paranoid state in totalitarian systems, where every individual is willing to snitch on every other individual, right. to report every other individual to the state, if they have the feeling that this other individual is not show, doesn't show enough solidarity to the collective. In the end, this leads typically, I've been talking with this woman, Shore Fishtari, who lived in Iran during the revolution there, which was a huge scale process of mass formation. And she told me how she has seen how a mother reported her son to the state and how this mother hung the noose around his neck when he was on the scaffold. Mm. And when he was hung, she claimed to be a heroine for doing what she did. That is a dramatic end stage of mass formation. That's what we have to avoid, that it goes to the Zen stage. So 
What a brilliant explanation. He is under attack. Oh, I bet. All of the elites are saying this guy's Mm. a right wing um, enabler. He's not Mm. right. He's not right wing. I've read the book. You should read the book. Uh, It is. It's called The Psychology of Totalitarianism. It is right on the money. And it is why I have said to you for a long time, if we go dark, if we go dark, you know, evil doesn't destroy things. It perverts things and twists things. Look at what's happened to the word equality. Equality Mm -hmm. has been perverted. Freedom of speech is perverted. Tolerance. Tolerance. All of it is perverted. They don't destroy it. They pervert it. So what do you think is going to happen to us with all of our technology, all of the, the weapons alone that we have? We will become the darkest country to ever be on the face of the earth. We will go from the greatest country to the most terrifying country. Mark my words, it will happen because we're already starting to see signs. We're starting to see signs of doctors, doctors saying, if you didn't get the COVID-19, why should I even treat you? Why should I even treat you for anything? I I saw an op-ed from, well, it was a medium post of a doctor in Los Angeles that said this person I was working on hated black people. And, you know, I'm anti-racist. Do I have to help him? Am I, am I required to help him? Yes. According yes. to the oath you took. Right. Absolutely. You are. You are. Yeah. So when doctors and nurses are starting to say this, and you're also hearing this, let me just give you the FBI story. So the FBI, we know, has now deemed parents who speak up against their kids being, you know, forced to go to a transgender show or reading books that are com- wholly inappropriate or having pedophilia normalized or have them question their gender. All things, all of those we knew were bad five years ago. Five years ago, we knew all of those things were bad. We didn't even have to say it because everybody knew it. So today, it's fine. And the FBI, forget about Washington. I'm talking about the local FBI, the one that is in your state or your city. They are now being called upon to to investigate parents who stand up against this. Or they're going after and busting with handcuffs, handcuffs, 84-year-old people. The latest bust happened last week. Uh, The pro-life father of 11 children. This is not the one you heard at the beginning of the week. This one happened on Wednesday. Federal Bureau of Investigation arrested a pro-life father of 11, charging him with conspiracy. Who's the conspiracy theorist? Conspiracy against rights secured by the FACE Act and committing FACE Act violations. Remind me, Sarah, I got to come back to the word conspiracy and how they're using it here. 
Um, he said, when I opened the door and saw the guns pointed at me, they had long rifles. I asked them what they wanted. They said they were looking what they were looking for. And what they said they wanted was me. I had kids in the yard walking out to get in the car to go to school. I was about to take them to school. The other kids were in the house. So seeing that the easiest path to de-escalation was me in handcuffs, I stepped outside and put an end to the ranting and the banging and the yelling. After the FBI put him in handcuffs in the car, he said his wife came outside. She had been in the back of the house with her 18-month-old baby. She said, I, I want to know why you were banging on my door with a gun, she said. You're not going to tell me anything? The agent replied, and I've heard the tape. No, we're not. And she said, you're not going to tell me. And then he said, I tried. She said, no, you didn't. And he said, uh, uh, and he just got in the car. She talked to all the agents. None of them would even answer her. It was really horrible. Horrible. Now, here's the interesting thing. Eleven of the advocates, uh, they were pro-life advocates. With uh, They were charged with a violation of Freedom to, of Access to Clinic Entrances Act for blocking an abortion clinic in 2021. So this is not a new thing. By the way, nobody contacted him. Nobody, no lawyer contacted him. It took him hours to get a lawyer and a lawyer to figure out what the heck was going on. After he was charged, he was just let go. He didn't have a cell phone. He didn't have a wallet. He was in a T-shirt and pair of pants, and he was 60 miles away from his home. He said, what I told the agents that arrested me on the ride into town since we had a nice hour of fellowship is that this is a beautiful tactic. If you want to suppress free speech and you want to strike fear and intimidation into opposition, you weaponize justice to go after someone to suppress. If you can get a large family like mine, you can also get all the children because all the children will have a memory of growing up, the big bad agents bang, banging on the door and taking away their dad. I think just the opposite, quite honestly. I think the, I think the opposite is is true i think the family uh and the children grow up thinking bad things about the government now um he has gone into more details about what was happening um he said his wife was still shaking and and fighting back tears uh as he was being carted off the family didn't receive any official information about the cause of the raid or Vaughn's whereabouts until six hours after the arrest. He was held in a federal holding facility and brought before a judge, charged, and then released without a wallet or cell phone. For over six hours, no one knew where I was and why I was kidnapped from my home at gunpoint. It took a good attorney six hours to be able to break through the bureaucracy and find somebody who knew what was going on. Um, Vaughn pled not guilty to the charges and promised to fight the legal battle to the fullest. In a statement to Town Hall, Vaughn called the FBI paid thugs out of an out-of-control Justice Department that must be reined in immediately. Now, if this isn't bad enough... <laughs> and it is. Uh-huh. If this isn't bad enough, Vaughn wasn't even at... The sit-in. He wasn't even there. I'll t this will blow your mind. I'll tell you what his participation was in 60 seconds. 
There's always plenty to be stressed out about every day. I mean, you listen to this show and having to get into the, you know, get into all of the stress of major things like, geez, buying and selling a home. That is already on the top five list of stress um, builders, Uh, let alone doing it now. You need somebody that really knows the market, knows where you're living, where you're buying, can help you on both the buying and the selling. If you're moving across the street, we can help you. You're moving across country, we can help you. We can get to find the right real estate agent for you that is the best in your area, that lives up to all of the standards that we think are best practices. Uh, and they will help you sell your home fast and for top dollar. We also can find you a real estate agent where you're, list- where you're moving to that actually listens to what you are looking for and can help you get that at the best price. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So this guy and uh, 10 others were arrested for a a sit-in. A sit-in. March 2021. Did you know that you could protest and be in a sit-in that's happened all through the 60s and you could get 11 years in prison now? 11 Mm. years. Vaughn, the guy I just told you about, he didn't even participate in the sit-in. So what was his role? He acted as a mediator between the pro-life people who participated and law enforcement locally to ensure the protest was safe, peaceful, and as legal as possible. That's why it was it was coordinated, as these things always are. It was coordinated. He had called the the local police and said, hey, look, we're going to do a sit in on this day. What do we need to do to make sure that we're as legal as possible? And uh, they said, well, you have to do this, this and this. And it would be a misdemeanor. So we will take you away, but you'll be charged with a misdemeanor. Okay, great. So he's the guy that mediated with the local police. They all got misdemeanors, which was 100% appropriate. And what happens? The Justice Department gets wind of yet another local misdemeanor and decides to make it a felony. This is out of control. Now, let me bring it back to the psychology of totalitarianism. If this was happening to any protester that was peacefully protesting, peacefully, would you be for 11 years in prison and the FBI not giving them a chance to surrender? Now, Antifa, oh, I'm all for it. I'm talking about somebody who has called the local cops, doesn't want to you know, burn anything down. They're totally cool. They're in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. And maybe they have their grandchildren with them. And they've done all of that. Do you want the FBI involved in this? I don't. I don't. I'm wondering how they even were. 
what was this that makes it oh the act is probably they, federal. it's federal and right? they're the face act yeah and they've they're making this you're not supposed to be able to stop someone from going into an abortion clinic right well the last week it it wasn't the the, the hallway was clear person could come in they were mm-hmm. singing and praying yeah okay that's what they were doing this sit-in i'm assuming they're doing the same thing i don't know if they actually blocked the door but that is federal but is this justice in america you already have half the population remaining silent on the abuse from the fbi remaining silent on all of the stuff that has gone on and is actually sitting there and remaining silent when a president of the United States says, you know, anybody who voted for Trump, 90 million people, they're all terrorists. The Glenn Beck Program. Where do you think that ends? Sometimes it's hard to live um, and live up to being the person you want to be, you know, to do you succeed every day? When you're walking around with pain in your life, it's hard. It is hard not to snap at the kids, not to snap at your spouse, not to snap at work. When you're in pain, it's really difficult. And your body is screaming at you and you can't do anything about it. Thankfully, I and thousands and thousands and thousands of others have found a way out of it. Give Relief Factor a try. You might find your way out. The three-week quick start developed just for you is $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Says a ton. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. Relieffactor.com or call 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern or anytime and anywhere you get your podcast. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. I want you to listen to the podcast that I recorded on Friday. You'll find it on YouTube. You can uh, find it on Blaze TV now or wherever you get your podcast. It was uh, Saturday's podcast. And it was really on the, um, the idea of the psychology of totalitarianism. The guy who came up with this is uh, Matthias Desmond. And he has a theory called mass formation. And he went back to, um, oh, what's her name? Hannah Arndt. I can't remember her name. She's a woman who did the study of the Nazis after the war and tried to figure out how did this giant group of people go insane? How did that happen? They were, many of them were scientists. And the ones who were some of the worst were the doctors and the nurses and the scientists. How did they disconnect from reality? So he starts looking into this because he says mass formation is happening right now and we have to stop it. And he said it's happening all over the world and it's got to stop. He says it's basically a hypnosis and it uh, it 
destroys your ethical self-awareness and robs you of the ability of thinking critically. And he said, it starts out slow. Things just don't make sense. You feel out of control. You're lonely. You know, you have nowhere to go and you feel helpless. Nothing. You can't fix anything. And then somebody steps to the plate and says, it's these people. And you focus on the enemy and that gets stronger and stronger as they're making less and less sense. And you just shed all of your thinking because that enemy is too dangerous. Um, he is he is under attack right now. Uh, the Associated Press claimed psychology experts say the theory is not supported by evidence. But what? read the book, read yeah. the book, listen to the podcast. Thirty five minutes, best thirty five minutes you'll spend all week. Um. The best we can do is look for a solution. And that's what I what I asked him about a solution. And he said this is existed from the beginning, from the beginning. And he basically echoed what I've been saying forever. We cannot let the human heart close. Once it's closed, then everybody will be into eating each other. And he said, you'll rat on anybody. You'll. You know, you'll kill anybody. It won't matter anymore. And he said, we have to stop that. And, you know, if you look for a, a solution. Let me just tell you the story again about he that cast the first stone. He without sin cast the first stone. You know, cast the first stone is in our language for a reason. You don't have to be a religious nut. <laughs> It's in our language for a reason. So Jesus is being hunted now by the Pharisees. They they want to do anything they can to stop him because he's a challenge to their power. Just look at this as a political example here. Okay. He is uh he's a guy who's saying, Look, God is one on one and he forgives you, and these guys, you know that's not really they're not really telling you the truth they're about power and he's disrupting absolutely everything and he's going directly to the people well the people with power didn't like it and so the pharisees and the scribes they come and they um they storm in jesus is standing there and they throw this woman at his feet and she had supposedly been caught in the act of adultery and they said, the law of Moses has ordered us to stone anyone like a woman like this. What say you? Now, Jesus knows they are, they're testing him. They didn't care about the woman. Does any of this sound familiar? They don't mm -hmm. care about the woman. They wanted to force him into choosing between the law of Moses and the law of Romans. Because the right... If, if, if you want to be right with the law of Moses, that forbids adultery and thou shalt not commit adultery. Seventh commandment mentioned 52 times in the Bible, blah, 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 blah. And in Deuteronomy, it says, let's see if I can quote it here. Death is fixed as the penalty for adultery, both women and men. So the man and woman both had to be stoned to death if they were found guilty of adultery. Got it? Mm -hmm. 
But at the same time, the Romans had a law. And the Roman law was supreme. It was illegal under Roman law for the Jews to execute anyone. Only the Romans can do it. That's why Jesus was crucified and not stoned to death. Because they couldn't. So they proposed to him, which is it? Should we stone him to death? Which would be in the law of Moses, but would break the Roman law. Or should we not? Which would be in line with the Roman law, but break the law of Moses. That's when... Jesus says, hey, let he, without sin, cast the first stone. They wanted to incite a lynching, quite honestly. And it would eventually succeed with crucifixion. Lynching and his crucifixion was mass formation. Let anyone among you who's cast the first stone. Shouldn't that be said more often? Wouldn't we understand mm-hmm. each other? They, they were stunned. They were ready to sacrifice the woman. They were ready for him to be turned into the Romans. But they didn't know what to do. So they just kind of quieted down, turned around and walked away. <laughs> Later, he made it clear that the Pharisees were the offspring of Satan because their motives are evil and that they were dishonoring Jesus and unable to comprehend the meaning of his words. How do they respond? Throw rocks at him. In his story, Jesus showed us how to escape the terrors of the angry mob. In the book, The Psychology of Totalitarianism in Mass Formation, The individual must, I'm quoting, at all times shows that he submits to the interests of the collective by performing self-destructive, symbolic, ritualistic behaviors. Mass formation as a form of uh, hypnosis is a phenomenon where each individual are in the grip of the resonance of a voice, the voice of the leader of the crowd. The person who commits the first act, usually of violence or intentional nonviolence, becomes the leader. The person who commits the first murder is a murderer. Everyone else who murders is an imitation. They're just a follower. And personal responsibility becomes group responsibility. Why is the stone the hardest to throw? Because it's heavy with a weight of responsibility. He who is without sin casts the first stone. Because once the first guy does it, everyone. Jesus just flips the table. Instead of violence, he spreads nonviolence. When asked about the greatest commandment again after being trapped, they're trying to trap him again. Jesus said, love your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. That didn't happen back then. It's not really happening now. If you obey just those two, there's no reason for any of the other commandments to even exist. The only way to overcome totalitarianism and mass formation 
is a lo- uh, is a life of love, service, and nonviolence. John wrote, "Whoever does not love, whoever does not love, remains in death. Anyone who hates his brother is a murderer." This is going to be really hard, really hard, because they have only just begun. But there's got to be groups. There's got to be. And I think the first political imprisonment that I can think of in our country is happening right now with these people. And I'll bet generally they're Catholics who will go and do a sit-in at an abortion clinic. And they'll be charged with a misdemeanor. But then the police will come and guns a-blazing. The FBI shows up and tries to charge them with a felony for 11-year sentences. They're not, they're not going to jail for 11 years because they did something really wrong. This is freedom of speech. A sit-in is freedom of speech. They are trying to silence you, trying to make you quiet down. Get in line. Don't you dare stand up. The only way to win at this point is if you do, with love in your heart, peace on your hands, if you stand up and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not participating in this. I will not say those words. I will not comply. Back in a minute. Some companies do a good job. That is to say, they sell their product and then get out of your way. That's great. And then some companies go above and beyond the call of duty and rise to the truly extraordinary. Right now, let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. It is still donating 10% of all of their proceeds to Mercury One's relief efforts in Florida. 10%. That's remarkable. Listen. You need to have a stockpile of um, emergency food from My Patriot Supply. If you haven't orders, ordered yours yet, don't wait around. There's no telling when you might need it. My Patriot Supply is offering a 20% discount on their three-month emergency food kit when you order at preparewithlen.com. So go there today and get one or more of them. Everyone should have a three-month emergency food kit. Everyone. Please. Please don't dismiss this. They ship fast, they ship free, and most importantly, they ship discreetly. Three-month emergency food kit. Don't tell anybody about it. Just get it. Hold it. You might have to be somebody else's uh, lifeboat or savior um, if things get really bad, but you are responsible for your own family. And right now, 10% of all of the profits are going to the relief efforts in Florida. So it's a win-win for everybody. Go right now to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Grab your 20% discount. Help the citizens in Florida at preparewithglenn.com. The Glenn Back Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth.
Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hey, a couple of other things. There's another whistleblower at uh, the FBI. And I love the fact that these whistleblowers are coming out and coming to Congress. I really do. And I appreciate it from every one of them. But you know what? Uh, FBI agents, local FBI agents, you better save your institution because it's losing all love and credibility quickly. And uh, what would help that is people coming out on the local level and going, what happened there was wrong and I won't go there. We won't go there. It's certainly not Ephraim Zimbalist Jr.'s FBI. Is <laughs> no, it? it's Remember not. Remember the FBI we loved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. color. Yeah. And you'd respect the FBI. You revered it. Eh, not so much right now. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have revered it, mm-hmm. but we should, we should respect it if it's on the up and up. Yep. But it's not. Um, here's the latest. Apparently, according to an internal Justice Department record, uh, the FBI and the Justice Department have avoided holding the FBI accountable. Hundreds of employees at the FBI have either resigned or retired from the Bureau after being accused of sexual misconduct. A whistleblower has come out um, and said uh, that hundreds, hundreds of people, there is a now unclassified Justice Department document from the Office of Disciplinary Appeals titled Retirements and Resignations During the Unwelcome Sexual Conduct Adjudications. Uh, And it is dated uh, through 2020. The results of the um, investigation from 2004 until the end of the review, 2020, 665 FBI employees, including 45 senior executive service level employees, have retired or resigned following an FBI or DOJ Inspector General investigation into alleged misconduct. But prior to the Office of President uh, Professional Responsibilities issuance of a final disciplinary letter, they said they said that um, the FBI agent who was in charge of the agency's field office in New York had sexually harassed eight females before finally he was allowed to retire this Mm. this organization is corrupt from the bottom to the top and our friends and our neighbors who might vote differently uh, than us need to see this if you if you really care about women and sexual harassment and me too The FBI is the last group of people you should be supporting until this is all exposed and cleaned out. There needs to be real fumigation in Washington, D.C. to get the people who don't live by our laws out of our government, especially those who are enforcing the laws. All right. We will see you back here tomorrow. Thank you, Pat Gray, for sitting in for uh, Stu, who is, I don't, I don't know, probably, no probably doing a sit-in. The Glenn Back Program.